I have a special word for parents for today's broadcast. It's about a very serious topic, and it would probably be best that young children not listen to the show along with their parents. Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. This is episode 46, and we are now in part three of our study in the Olivet Discourse. The Olivet Discourse is Jesus' teaching on the Mount of Olives that's recorded for us in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. Now, last week, I promised to answer the question, is a double fulfillment of biblical prophecy possible? I'm going to break my promise if that's okay with you, and this is why. The question of double fulfillment is the most important question for interpreting the Olivet Discourse, and I want to give it its own show to answer that question. I want to do justice to it because this is the critical question for interpreting Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, as well as a good bit of the book of Revelation. This is an interpretation key, and we want to get it right. So in any case, I'm going to postpone that just a little bit. But today, I want to give you the reasons for the preterist interpretation of the Olivet Discourse. What's the preterist interpretation? Very simply, it's the historical interpretation. It's the interpretation that sees what Jesus was warning about was the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple in Jerusalem by the Romans in 70 AD. Remembering that a lot of the prophecy teachers on TV will quote, for instance, Matthew 24 in an entirely futuristic sense. It used to be they were blaming Russia was just about to invade Israel in fulfillment of Matthew 24. Now it might be Iran or somebody else in the Middle East. I'm not exactly sure what they're on to lately, but it's all 100% futuristic interpretation of Matthew 24. I am simply going to argue for a historical interpretation of this. It doesn't mean this is exclusively historical, because we haven't answered the question about double fulfillment yet. The key document for the historical interpretation of this passage is an early historian by the name of Josephus. He was an eyewitness to the fall of Jerusalem. He was born around 37 or 38 AD to a priestly Jewish family. He was a scholar educated in both Hellenistic and Jewish culture, so he knew his way around the Roman Empire. He served a, for a time as a Jewish priest before the destruction of Jerusalem, and he also spent time in Rome both before and after the fall of Jerusalem. And his two main writings are, first, the Jewish War, and second, the Antiquities of the Jews. And you can get an economical edition of the complete works of Josephus in print from Amazon. You can find that rather easily. Josephus, J-O-S-E-P-H-U-S. But also, you can simply go to Google 
and you will find the complete works of Josephus available for free on the internet. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about him, you can go to the Catholic Encyclopedia online and just type in Josephus. There's a very helpful article there. And just so you know, we are offering here at Luke 21 Radio a special 22-page PDF abridged version of Josephus's The Jewish War. And basically, I've collected for you in just 22 pages a really good glimpse into what was going on in Jerusalem in 70 AD and how Jesus's predictions in 30 AD, for instance, as we find in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 24, they line up perfectly. And also on this handout, I have background reading from the other Gospels, the Old Testament, and then I have two things that might kind of help bring it to life. I recommend two YouTubes, and they're they're not perfect, but I give you links to a YouTube that in 25 minutes will give you a good picture of what the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans in 70 AD was actually like. And then following that, there was the siege and suicides at Masada. And it was just a horrific situation, Masada. It's only 16 minutes, and I have a YouTube description of that. So that's available. All you need to do is send an email request to Josephus, J-O-S-E-P-H-U-S, at askthehost at gmail.com. We'll get you that free 22-page handout. Again, simply send your request, askthehost at gmail.com. Or if you can't remember, whatever it was, send that 22-page PDF that Steve talked about. We'll get it to you. Ask the host at gmail.com. Let's hear from Jesus in Matthew 24 what he was warning about in 30 AD. He says, So when you see the desolating sacrilege spoken of by the prophet Daniel, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take what is in his house, and let him who is in the field not turn back to take his mantle. Just a little P.S. here. The Romans began their siege of Jerusalem during the Feast of Pentecost, which meant Jewish people from all over were in the city, and then here come the Romans and encircle it. This urging of Jesus was to get out of town before Jerusalem is put under siege by the Romans. And then take note, starting in verse 19 of Matthew 24. And alas, for those who are with child and for those who give suck in those days. Jesus has a particular concern for nursing mothers, and you'll see why in a moment. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on a Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation such has not been from the beginning of the world until now. Okay, that was Jesus's warning. Now, again, I described to you that many on TV will quote different verses from this and other passages in Matthew 24, referring to some uh, future event. Now, I am not saying there couldn't be future applications to this. I am saying the primary understanding has to come from the historical context, and that's where 
Josephus's work on the War of the Jews or the Jewish War is so important. I have actually titled your free PDF that I'm offering you, The Great Tribulation of Jerusalem in A.D. 70. And it was a great tribulation. Oh, you mean to say, Steve, that there's no tribulation in front of us, that it'll all be rosy from here till the end of time? No, I am not saying that. The Catechism doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say that. But I am saying that the primary application of this this scripture is a great tribulation that occurred in Jerusalem in a very well-known historic date, A.D. 70. Let's see a few things that Josephus will say about this horrible time that was going on. Remember, I kind of drew your attention as I was reading Matthew 24 to Jesus's particular concern for mothers of infants. The famine was so great, and people wanted to flee and surrender to the Romans, and there was a whole group of revolutionaries within the city that wouldn't let people go out. They would kill them if they tried to go out. And so, at the same time, the Romans were getting frustrated with these Jews who wouldn't surrender. So the whole thing melted down. Here's what was going on inside. Children pulled the very morsels that their fathers were eating out of their mouths. And what was still more pitied, so did the mothers do as their infants. And when those that were most dear were perishing under their hands, they were not ashamed to take from them the very last drops that might preserve their lives. This is fathers, mothers, children. We find a little further on in Josephus that those that escaped the city, they were first whipped and then tormented with all sorts of tortures and then they were crucified. And there were so many crucifixions that they didn't have room for all the crosses. See, there were crucifixions in the Roman Empire, and it was the worst way the Romans would carry out a capital, capital punishment. It was a great multitude of crucifixions of those who were trying to escape. They didn't have enough room for them. And then this went on. There were those who deserted Jerusalem, and when they came to the Romans, uh, their bellies were swelling because of the famine, and they noticed, one of the soldiers noticed, that the excrement of the Jews contained gold, that the Jews had actually swallowed their gold as a way to sneak it out of the city. Well, what happened in... uh, following that is that they started slicing the bellies of the Jews open and searching stomachs for precious metals. And it said in one night's time, 2,000 people were dissected. Okay, this is going from bad to worse. And then it comes to the, um, the worst setting of all. It's in book six, chapter three. It describes a Jewish mother becoming a cannibal. You heard me right. There's no uh, static in your radio. A Jewish mother became a cannibal. Um, You know, a way to predict the future isn't this crystal ball and being able to set dates and all that type of thing. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, 
God set forth the future of Israel. It's a very long chapter, but the whole first part of the, the chapter of Deuteronomy 28 are blessings that would follow obedience to the terms of the covenant, namely the Ten Commandments. But when God got done with that, he goes, then all of these curses will follow if you don't obey. And he talks about being under siege, that a foreign government would come, and then there would be famine and starvation. And the end result, the worst result, the most hideous result would be mothers were so hungry and were so desperate, they would eat their own children. Josephus talks about that the robbers were coming to this one very previously elegant woman, and they would take her food, and of course she was starving. And so one day they came to her and uh, sought to steal all her food, and what she had done She had killed her infant child, cut it in half, roasted the child, and ate half of it. And when the robbers came in her dwelling seeking food, they said, oh, here, I have saved half for you. They were so appalled, they went running out just bewildered that the siege, the famine, the suffering, the curses, had come to this. This is just a little sampling of what went on in 70 AD. Uh, Jesus, before he spoke Matthew 24, said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You know, I can't help but thinking, oh, America, America. You've been listening to episode 46 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.